Welcome back to DJ Talk. Um, I'm D, and if you guys heard my uh, our podcast last week, my sister is not on today because she is currently in Utah, um, skiing away in the mountains somewhere. So, like, uh, I don't know if you guys heard it too. I have one of my best friends here, Jen from high school. Hello. Hi. <laughs> She's a little shy, Hi. but I think she'll get used to it. Um, yeah. So we've been friends for 21 years. Yeah. 21 or 22 years. Yeah, a long time. So um, we met in high school because you guys went to Catholic a, school. a Catholic school. That yeah. was literally across the street from our high school. Yeah. <laughs> like our town, okay, you guys have to understand something. Like, our town is like really small. Like everybody literally knows everybody in our town. So, yep. our, that school was, like, literally across. But I don't know what happened. Like, did they just shut down or, like... I mean, I think Corpus Christi did shut down later, but, I mean, they held out for us. Like, eh, I guess, like, somehow we lucked out. And, like, they kept going after we graduated for, like, only, like, a couple more years, and then they closed. Okay. Yeah. But, and then you guys came freshman year of high school. Yeah. And I was like, all oh, these new people. Like, but we would go to the dances all the time. We were always invited to go to the middle school dances. So oh, that's, really? Yeah. I, don't, I never went to one in middle school because I just didn't care. Yeah. I, I used to go to. to them. They were interesting. In what way? Because <laughs> like I didn't know was you needed to tell me. Completely, like, different from what we're used to, I guess. I mean, we barely had dances at Corpus Christi. We had, like, our semi-formal, I think. But um, I don't know. It was just, like, a different, like, uh, environment. You know, bigger school, bigger like a lot more kids. Like we're used to small knit like circles and stuff. Did you like, guys like have like a DJ or like? Yeah, we used to have a DJ. Um, but I feel like you know, I feel like the middle school one was more in tune with like, you know, the hits. Yeah, I yeah, think the stuff so. was going on. Yeah, I feel like different. that kind of reminds me of my cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I took him to prom. Yeah, because he went to a uh, Christian school and he never. They don't really have prom, um, and I remember. He was like, what, junior year of high school. I wasn't going to go. And he's like, I want to go because I want to know what prom is like. And I was like, all right, let's go. Oh, yeah. He was really nice. I like him. I mean, he's my cousin, so yeah. we're, we're nice people in our family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's different. It's so different when you when you come. I mean, it's and different in a good way. I feel like it was like, and we knew so many, so many people that were already at your school because they all started at Corpus Christi for a couple of years. And then, you know. Catholic school is expensive, so then they they pulled their kids out and they went to public because it was cheaper. Um, so when we went to this the dances, I like already knew like so many people. I was like, so oh. that's what I was gonna ask. Like when you guys came over to our school, mm-hmm. did you guys feel like awkward or like unwelcomed or no? I didn't. I can't speak for everybody else, but like I felt like me being a part of that because um, I did pop Warner cheerleading too. So oh, I, I that. Yeah. yeah, so I did that from kindergarten to like eighth grade. So I also knew a lot of public school kids from that too. And on top okay, of like, so it's kind of like it wasn't like, like a straight up like new school new kids. No, it wasn't too type. scary. It was just um, I really loved like I was like yes, we get to wear like jeans. Oh, because you guys had wear uniforms. <laughs> uniforms, yeah. It was so different. So that probably like hell yeah. 
Yeah, I was excited. I was just like, oh. I mean, amazing. in our time, it was like overalls. Remember? Yeah. It's like if you didn't own a pair of overalls, like I you know. were not cool. Yeah, it was really. And now, then it got older. It's like ew, overalls. Like I know. I mean, even like the light up shoes. I never got light up shoes. Oh, I didn't either. And I was like, why? And my mom was like, well, they weren't around at your time. I'm like, yes, they were. They were everywhere. Or like the jelly shoes, remember? I had them once and it broke. And my mom was like, I'm not buying, I'm not buying you another pair. You broke them. And I'm yeah, like. Yeah, but they were really uncomfortable too. Right? They weren't easy. And I was trying to tell her that. Like when you walk, your foot gets slippery. And she was like, yeah, no. You just, you, you weren't using them the right way. I'm like. <laughs> okay, sorry, mom. Okay. Like, you know better. Like yeah. it's funny how like things are so different nowadays, like growing up. Like, yeah. Like, style-wise. Yeah, like, definitely. We would ask for, like, a pair of jeans, and it was, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even the low-rise the low rise jeans when they first came out. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, man. I think my mom had a hard time letting me, like, be Use okay. With, yeah, she didn't. And especially when I did cheerleading, she hated those. Do you remember those, like, shorts that had, like, the words on the back? Yes. Like tear or whatever. Oh yes. Oh, my mom hated when I used to get because those. Because like everyone checking you out. Like... She was like, "You're giving them a reason to look at your behind." You know. <laughs> yeah, I see your mom doing that. Yeah, I love your parents. Um, I was like, no, it's just I'm trying. And then I would try. I would roll it because it was usually she made me get like the bigger, bigger sizes, and yeah, it was so big thing. on me. But that was the style. Like you rolled it up twice, so you yeah. see like the white band. Yeah. And then you had like a baggy like white yes. t-shirt. Yeah. All the time. Right. Like we looked like hobos, but that was like <laughs> the style back then. Like literally, like we looked like we literally just rolled out of bed, but that was like the style. And yeah. then you had like even pajamas, skinny, like, pajama pajamas. pants. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I literally would wear them to bed, and then I would wake up and be like, oh, man, I'm late, and I'm like, I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> like, you – we just talked about this before recording. Jen, it would always be late. Like, I'd yeah. be walking in the hallway, and she'd be walking in, and I'd be like, are you just walking in? She's like, I got to go to Brazos' office because I'm in trouble. I'm getting detention. I'm like, why are you late? You literally live, like, two minutes away. Like, I don't understand how you're late. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to wake up in the morning. It's so hard. Sorry. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. I, I, I'm never a morning person. I never was. I think I never will be. Yeah, it's not. I'm totally a night, a nocturnal person. Like, I'm not, I can't, I can stay up late and I'll just find reasons to be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to clean. And my husband's just like, are you crazy? It's midnight. Go to sleep. But and I'm like, I think I prefer to clean at night better. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like too. I'm, for, I'm more focused at night. Yeah, that's how why. I feel. Yeah, and I'm like, and now when I wake up in the morning, I don't have any mess. Like, yeah, you wake up and it's like, uh, nice. I think the OCD kicks in more when you get older. Yeah, definitely. Because I was never like oh my this. Because my room was always a mess. My mom would be like, "Can you, can you clean?" I'm like, um, "Maybe," but then I would. But yeah. then when I would clean, it was like a deep cleaning, like every inch, you know, like a straight up, like. And I mean, it wasn't all the time. I wasn't messy all the time, but it, no, would, it would. Nice. It was. It would get to that point. Yeah. Even now, it gets to that point, and I'm just like, but now it's different because now, I, it bothers me. Yeah. I like it's like I have to tell myself like, why are you doing this right now? So I have to, I have to clean. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way down. Yeah, of it. I'm definitely OCD with cleaning now, like all the time, and my husband's just like. Your mom. It's just your mom. Your mom's coming over. Like, you don't understand. I have to clean, like, everything. Yeah, like, even when I came over last week, Chris is like, oh, she just cleaned, like, the whole apartment. I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't care. Like. Yeah. I know. I but I do. Care. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. But, yeah. I know it's crazy. Like, all these little things that happen when you're, like, younger that 
you think might just go away and they actually get worse when you get older. Like everything. Yeah, everything. I mean, it's pretty sad. Like food-wise? We were just talking about that. How is like, we can't oh eat certain things anymore because our body's like, uh, no. It's horrible. Yeah, I was telling Diane that, like, um, because I I was diagnosed, and I never had this, like, when I was a kid or growing up or anything. I just recently got diagnosed with it, like, two years ago. I have IBS, diverticulosis, gastritis, um, esophagitis, and um, what else do I have? Um, I don't know. Probably something else I'm forgetting. But pretty much my stomach's all messed up, and we don't know why. So I can't have chocolate. I can't have, which stings, because I can't have soft cheeses like American cheese, which is like I'm on. I'm not really a big fan of American cheese, to be I honest. I mean, I like it on cheeseburgers, don't get me wrong, but. You can't have red meat. Like at all? Even if it's like well done? Unless I want to be in pain. Dang. See, my daughter agrees with me. Yeah. She's screaming in the background. <laughs> She's my bestie for today because I'm going to stay here and watch her. Yeah. I'm so excited. We're gonna go, I told you I'm going to take her to the mall and getting her ears pierced. Oh, God. I'm going to have a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're excited. Uh, Chris and I are going to be going to see a concert tonight, uh, the Messiah concert at St. Mary's over in South Amboy. South Amboy. Oh, the, the, the church. The big church. Yeah. yeah. I know where that is. Yeah, so we're excited. You know, um, a lot of my music teachers are in it. So my cello oh, teacher, awesome. yeah, my violin teacher from college, um, our choir director from church, Justin, will be, he's a yeah. tenor. And um, there's like a few other people that, uh, yeah, were my teachers in college that are in it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so, actually pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited because I haven't seen them in forever. So it'll be nice to kind of catch up a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. So, we were going through uh, the yearbook earlier, and I'm like, dang, I totally forgot half of these people. I, I feel bad. I can't even, like, I just don't remember ever being in Earth Club. I mean, my... <laughs> I know, I saw that, and I'm like, um, I don't remember Jen being, like, a nature girl over here. Let's plant some flowers in front of the school, you know, like, wait, what? I think that's a typo, because... <laughs> I was I was really trying to remember, and there's even like there's a page in that yearbook that says something. There's um there's a picture of me and a former teacher, Mrs. Schneider. Do you oh, remember yeah, Mrs. Yeah, Schneider? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's a picture of me with her, and it says um, Jennifer Santiki and Mrs. Schneider helping her with a new elective called I can't even remember what it's called. It wasn't psychology. I, that was in there too, and I know I took psychology, but there was something else like this new elective. I'm like. I don't Wait, think what? I ever took that. I think, I don't know. I'm so confused. So. Maybe we just don't remember. I don't know. I feel like no, I No, I definitely that. don't remember you being in Earth Club. The only earthly <laughs> thing you did was when we used to hang out at the park after school, remember? Yeah. We used to yeah. go to Wawa, buy like those, uh, what's it called? The Coca-Cola slushies. Oh, yeah. And pretzels and then like snacks and then just go to the park and hang out. Yeah, that's what I remember. I don't remember doing anything, anything like sustainable <laughs> for the school. Anything helpful. No. I didn't do anything either, to be honest. Yeah, no. All but... I did was play soccer and basketball for four years. Oh, yeah. You were really good at it. Really? Yeah, basketball, too. You were really good. I, I, remember, I miss it. I remember, like, begging you to be on the team with me because when I when I. Well, I did, I did freshman and junior year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, freshman and sophomore year. But then I noticed it got a little bit hard with school. Yeah, it's really so... hard because they demand a lot. I mean, not that they shouldn't, like, but they demand a lot of you, like, 
right. the practices and like how and much like you have you to. You had to be there. If you miss practice, you can't play the next game. And some of the games were pretty far. And by the time you got home, it was like eight o'clock, and yeah. then you started to do homework. And it was just like you yeah. had to be in school by like seven the next morning. I'm like, this is. It was getting to me a little too much. I'm like, I'm not pushing myself as much as I love it. Yeah. So I give props to those who actually stuck out the four years because it, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard to juggle both. It, it definitely is. I remember Brasno being like, you know, okay, we have practice at 2.30 today. Jen, 2.30. I'm like, I'll be there. I mean, I'm going to be here. I don't, I'm not mean, waking up. So. Are you though? Because <laughs> you were bad late. Was it with you or who was it that we had we had basketball practice on the sat on the Saturday morning? Yeah, I remember that. And I remember I got there at seven thirty just to get my new rollerblades because rollerblades were in. And you know the side of the okay, you know where the elementary school is. Yeah. Okay, you know where the primary school is. Yeah. So you know how like they go into like the little driveway and it goes up the hill mm-hmm. the back way to get to high school. So I would take my rollerblades from the top of the hill and just go all the way down. It was a little daredevil. It was a little then, scary. And then I was like, if I like, break a foot, like, I think Brazil's going to kill me. So I was like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But at the same time, I'm like, this is fun. Like, going down. Like, that was, like, our fun, though. I know. Like, doing stupid stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we got to, when we were able to drive, that was a whole different story. Oh, my God. Then I was really late because when we would go, when we get permission to go out to eat, I remember time. one time I went out with you and we lost track of time. We went to Wendy's, you remember? And we're just sitting there chatting away. And it's like, oh my god, we've classed in like five minutes. <laughs> you know, we were late. I was like, oh yeah. my god, that was, I was bad. Like, Brasno, there was um, there was traffic. There was traffic. There was an accident. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't make a habit of it. And I'm like, okay. And then we went to Taco Bell, which is like 20 minutes from our school. Remember yeah. in Milltown? Oh my god, that was a stretch. We had to plan that out. Like, like really we had good. to make sure everything was in our book bag, ready to go, and and just jot out as soon as the thing came on. I, I think know, I had, if I'm not mistaken, I think I had McCallick after lunch. Oh, Mr. McCallick. I think. And I told him, I'm like, I might be late because I'm going to Taco Bell. I'll bring you something if you don't tell on me or whatever. Oh, jeez. I think it was him. I remember being late, but they didn't, I didn't get in trouble, though. But, like, there was, like, rules about that, though. Like, yeah. you had to be, like, on honor roll and, like. Yep. Yeah. All that stuff. I don't know how but I pulled people, that off. Like, but people, like, still snuck out, so I don't understand. I know. I know. Some people managed to pull it off, but, like, I don't know. I I just remember, like, always being in a rush. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jersey. I mean, this is the United States. Like, everybody's rushing all the time. Yeah. But we were, you know, I feel like the fact that, because you, you had your birthday recently right november yeah november so you were the first out of our group to like get your license yeah and, and the rule was only one person in the car yet i pull up like <sighs> yeah like with we like 20 people in my car i was like hey party like blasting music you know how you had oh to make like from like um you would take the tape and you would record it from the yep. radio yeah and you better catch it between those times mm-hmm. and not catch like the the ad after it I that remember. It was so hard to do. It was hard. And then it was the thing where um, you cu- you had the, the cassette player, uh-huh. but attached to the CD-ROM. So you can play CDs, yes. remember? I remember that, too. So then that's when LimeWire came out, and I downloaded so many songs. Yeah. made so many CDs, and we were just blasting music as we were driving. I was like, this is fun. Like, you know, it's like, oh. Yeah. Napster was good. I used Napster for a while. I didn't. I didn't use Napster. But then I realized 
you have to pay for a lot of these things. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have money. So then I yeah, did we were, the... We were so broke. Yeah, I know. I did the LimeWire. And they had pretty good, they had pretty good, like, recordings, I have yeah, to say. Yeah, they did. Like, it was and pretty like, good. Even for one song, they had, like, different versions of it. Yeah. So you were able to pick, like, your favorite. Yeah. We were into, like, the whole, like, house music. Yep. Club music type. Yeah. All that. Yeah, like, all sweet that. dreams. It's around it's, the world. I don't know. I mean, a lot of hip hop too because it's, yes. it's SR. But I feel like I didn't know how different we were until I I met Chris, my husband, because he's only in the next town over in Holbridge, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, you've heard of these songs?" He's like, oh, "I don't even know what well, you're talking about." Remember we went about. to Big Shots? Yeah. And um, Mark, we were singing to all those like hip hop. Yeah. And Mark is like, "You guys actually know these songs?" I'm like, "Mark, yeah." Like, we grew up on this. Like, yeah. And we were just, like, going crazy singing away. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, you guys are so cool. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but he was also, like, ahead of it. So, um, like, He's a nice guy. I like him. I But he's right, you know. I feel like a lot of people looking at us and kind of, if they don't if they don't live in South River, if they, like, are driving through it, would think it's a very just, you know. Quiet. Quiet, country type of pop music type of town but it's it's not it it's like a very hip hop yeah um a lot of like spanish yeah like bachata yeah like we were like lit <clears throat> we were yeah. a lit town it was pretty crazy and then chris is just like i don't know any of these songs i'm like oh man i'm like well what'd you guys listen to he's like like disturbed and you know like all the and rock you're just, and you're just like looking at him like <laughs> i like rock though too so rock is sure. good alternative rock is good too yeah I don't know. I see at work, I listen to, like, everything and anything under the sun. Oh, I nice. have days where I'm, like, I just want to listen to, like, hip-hop. And then I have, like, the other day I listened to hip-hop, like, old-school hip-hop. Oh, nice. Do you know that song, Insane in the Membrane? Yeah. So I blasted it. And I'm, like, so I'm like Insane in the Membrane. Like, just going at it. And, <laughs> and um, my coworkers, they were, like, into it. They were, like, yeah. And then the other day I put on, like, um, um, oh, my gosh. Why is this head like too many bad songs. bunny? Bad bunny. Oh, okay. So then yeah. everybody's like, "Yeah, club over there." So we're like blasting that. And then we had like house music today. It was just, nice. Like, every day is like a different. It's a different vibe. The thing is, I got used to it because when I was driving for like twelve hours a day, I like I couldn't just listen to worship music. Yeah, you need to change it up. So yeah. it was like worship oldies, hip hop bachata reggaeton like everything that you could probably think of i probably even listened to it because yeah. i was just like 12 or when i got tired of music it was like audiobooks or mm-hmm. podcast or like you know stuff like that but yeah. it was always something i couldn't stay with the same thing yeah so yeah. i was just like let me listen to something else it's hard when you're driving for such a long time i mean yeah you have to like make sure everything's like changed up because if not like you try to fall asleep at the wheel but you kind of yeah that's why i'm tired i was just like this is like okay i need something to pick me up yeah um and then there were times where i just didn't want to listen to anything yeah there were times where i'm just like uh turn off the radio i'm done i just need quiet <sighs> so i just need that silence like but it didn't last long. It lasted probably 30 minutes. I'm like, all right, then let's, let's put on something else. Because, like, now nah, I just need something to head back. That's how I am, too, though. Like, I'm always listening to something or I have music on. But there are certain moments where I'm like, I just need to sit here. Just not do anything. Not say anything. Yeah. Just, yeah. I just need to reset my brain for a second. But, yeah. Good good times in high school. I like We always like hung that. out with like, each other. Yeah. All the time. All the time. I feel like um, I have pictures. Oh, I should I should bring it next time I see you. I should make sure I have it. It's at my parents' house. But it's pictures of you 
in my I don't know why everyone hung out in my basement. But everybody your basement was, was like it's so din- like, it's like the seventies show. Everybody hung out at the basement. I was gonna say it's so dark like down there. <laughs> no, we used to like watch Golden Girls and go across the street to Wawa and buy those Entenmann's cake. It was the vanilla nice. with the chocolate. Yeah. And have like Oh, man, I think about it. I can't have that now. I know. And then we would mix, like, the French vanilla cappuccino with regular cappuccino. And then you add milk on top of that. Yeah. And then it was um, the cake. And then, oh, my God, I can't eat like that anymore. I know. Yeah, I can't do, like, acidic stuff or chocolate. or I, What really kills me is the chocolate. I can't I can't even, like, so I can I can have alcohol, but I have to watch what kind. It can. It's either has to be a hard seltzer, a wine, or a cider. It can't be anything hard. Because the uh, for some reason the stu- the the other stuff like will mess me up. Maybe it's too much acid. Yeah. I mean, I never knew how much acid beer had until I had kidney stones. Oh, those are no joke. So I got it for the first time when I was twenty one. It was <sighs> right before I was starting my fall semester. No, my uh, spring semester in college, Middlesex. Ah, oh, it's painful. And. That winter was so bad. That winter, I first had um, the flu. Ugh. Then I had um, a really bad cold right after that. I don't know how I got sick that bad. And then right after that, I had to get a root canal. <gasps> That's not good. And it was like all and within a month. I was like so sick. And when I finally got better, I got slammed with kidney stones. I was like, oh, oh come on. Like, that's the worst. He, Chris had, he's prone to getting kidney stones. And I've never seen someone in so much pain. I give you a lot of credit for, like, well, sticking it out. Well, they say for guys, it's, it's the same pain. Like, my mom had it twice, and she said, I would rather give birth than. Yeah, they say but it's she, worse. She had it really bad. Like, the first one, she was able to go home and pass it. The second time, she had to stay in the hospital because she had to do shock therapy. Because oh, wow. it was the size of like a golf ball or something like that. Ooh. So um, I had it. I had one when I was twenty-one, and then I actually had five, like t- uh, three, four years ago. Oof. They were like Ouch. they were baby ones. I still have two there, and they're like sitting at the bottom of my kidney. And oh basically, God. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And the doctor's like, like I hate to tell you this, but at some point it's gonna come up. It's gonna, you know, come out. And I'm like, I don't want to go through that pain again. So like, anytime like my back starts to bother me, I'm like, uh, what is that? Like I, I start to. You get think parent- it's that? Yeah. Yeah, because. Oh my god. It starts off like, at least for me, it felt like. I remember, I remember being on the, the when I was 21. I remember being on the phone with Christine, and I was, I was at home. My mom wasn't home. And my brother and sister, like nobody was home, and I was home. And my mom had gone to ShopRite or something like that. And I remember sitting there, and I'm like, ow, like, my, my back hurts. And it felt like kind of like, you know, when you're constipated, mm-hmm. like you're, like that area starts to bother you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I should have to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, Chrissy, let me call you right back. So I did go to the bathroom, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I sat back down, and I'm like, this pain's not going away. I'm like, I don't get it. Wait, maybe, maybe I just have to wait it out. And then it just progressively got worse and worse and worse. And then it felt like it got to a point where I felt like somebody was, like, taking a knife to my back. Like, my kidney. And I was like, something is wrong. And then I couldn't breathe. I'm like, okay. So I called my mom. I was like, mom, Mm -mm. I'm crying on the phone. I'm like, mom, like, I'm having this really bad pain in my back. She's like, where? She already knew off the bat, like, what it was. Yeah. She rushed home. We went to the doctor's. There's like apparently everybody was sick that day. The, the room was filled, and my mom's like, you know, she I think she has kidney stones, whatever. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. Like I have to pee, and that even it hurt to pee so bad. Like 
Oh. And I'm like, what? And then I remember le- like walking out of the bathroom and I kind of like fell to the floor because Ooh. it was just so painful. And the nurse right away took me to the back room and she told me to sit on the table. I couldn't sit. Like, it gets to a point where nothing is comfortable. Yeah. Sitting, standing, laying, nothing. You cannot find a comfortable position. And the doctor came in and she barely touched me and I screamed. Oh. I said, don't touch me. She's like, you need to take her to the hospital. Oh my God. So you went to the hospital? <laughs> so I went to the hospital. And the doctor was like, she definitely has kidney stones. And I'm like, oh, crap. So then I went to the hospital. And, and you know when they do the triage to check you in? The lady, the lady, I felt so bad because I'm not oh, like no. this. But when you're in so much pain, she was like, oh, I know what you're feeling. I'm like, did you ever have kidney stones? She goes, no, but, like, I hurt. I'm like, then you have no opinion. Like, I was, but I was, I was just in so much. Because at that point, I felt like somebody was stabbing me in the back but punching me, like, in my ovary. Oh, God. Like, the pain traveled. And I'm just, like, crying. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I yeah. was like, this really hurts. And um, they put me in the room. And then um, I remember, because I was supposed to go out with Narina and her kids. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to go to, like, the Carla factory. And I called her. I said, I'm going to the hospital. I think I have kidney stones. Oh, and she ended up leaving her kids with her mom. And um, she came to the hospital. Mm-hmm. My mom was there. My mom, she kind of, tent- like, she, she felt so helpless. Like, she couldn't react to, like, when the doctors oh, were no. talking, so she was there. And I remember, like, I was like, I just need medicine. Th- and then I just, just started to, like, throw up from the pain because oh, it was just, like, gosh. it was too much. Did and, they give um, you that cone thing to, to pee in in case to see if you could catch the stone? No, because, so, what happened was, like, I was screaming for pain medicine. This was, like, okay. in here in Old Bridge, that hospital. Oh, Robert, was it? Well, before it was, like, Raritan Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's not I the wish. best, yeah. It wasn't. Now it's better because Hackensack took over. Okay. But before then, so I'm like screaming, and I'm like, by then it was like six hours in, and I'm like, <sighs> I, I need pain. And then so, you know, they, you know, like the Italian side of her was like, uh, excuse me, is someone gonna give her medicine? They told her that I wasn't screaming loud enough to get pain medication. But by then, I was so drained from crying. Yeah, you that, have like, energy. I don't have energy at all. Oh my so god! Then, you know me and, and needles. Like I cannot do needles. Yeah. At all. Like yeah. I tried giving blood at high school and I, I backed out. Not, not, not. I don't know why you attempted that I, one. I was like, I, I'm sorry. Like I know I should do this. Is like this is like a good deed, but I cannot do it. <laughs> I can so, give in other ways. <laughs> like I'll just like I'll give you money. Like yeah. I have like five dollars in my pocket. Like, and so um, so I'm sitting there. And I'm like, I'm trying to find a position. I can't find a position, and I'm like, I'm cold. <laughs> Oh god! And we asked for a blanket, and they wouldn't—they wouldn't bring it. It took forever. So she what? she found like the cage, you know, like the cage where like they have the blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she went. She grabs him. She's like, I don't know why you guys are making her wait. Like it was so. It, like, I was trying not to laugh. Yeah. But I was like, I was just like, I didn't know what to do. No, that's the worst. So uh. then five minutes later, this little short Asian guy walks in, and I'm like looking at him. Like, what the? He's like, Oh, I'm here to put an IV. I'm like, No, no, no IV, nope. He's like, no, but we need to give you pain medicine. I was like, no, I don't want to do this. Narina's like, listen, you you kind of, like, need it. And I'm like, but you know, she's like, just look at me. It'll take, like, two seconds. I'm like, okay. And I'm here, like, putting my arm out, like, looking at her. Actually, I didn't feel it because I was having so much pain. Yeah, you didn't even, like. So they gave me a dosage for something for nausea, and then they gave me pain medicine. And I'm not kidding, Jen. It took, like, three, four minutes. And I, like, laid back. And I was just like, I'm so drugged up. Oh, my, this feels nice. And I fell asleep. Oh, my God. I fell asleep. I fell, 
I don't she she said she ended up leaving that she was gonna come back later because yeah. they didn't know if I was gonna stay overnight. I was like, I'm not staying overnight. No. And no, my mom no. my mom was like, Listen, if you have because I was fighting, I'm like, No, I'm not staying overnight. And she goes, My mom was like, you know, if it's big, like you have to stay because yeah. like they can monitor you. But then I saw that it was like freaking my mom out, so I was like, All right, I'll if I have to stay, I'll stay, but I just didn't I Yeah. Didn't. It's scary to stay by yourself, especially like Yeah. You know. So then I was just like Okay, so now what? So then, like, 30 minutes later, um, so this guy came. I guess he's, like, an x-ray. No, a CAT scan technician. I know Evelyn likes my story, apparently. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so then he he put me in the CAT scan, and this lady was like, oh, I'm going to, um, through the IV, put some kind of dye or something. I don't know. I was so drugged up. I don't remember. But it's something that, like, will show, like, Jeez. it'll show better on the image. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? I just feel really oh, good right iodine. now. Oh, iodine. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, iodine. Yeah. So then she put it in. I was like, okay. She's like, just try to stay still. And I'm like, I'm just going back to sleep. Like, I was just so, like, oh I was so, so drained. And then they came back and they said, you do have a stone. It's three millimeters. It's passable. Um, so just, you know, cranberry juice oh, and stuff like that. Waiting it out. That's the worst. Yeah. So then I went home and I remember, like, the kids came over. They wanted to see me. Uh-huh. And they were, like... You know, my God, I was, like, crying. She was, like, are you okay? I was, like, no, I'm fine. But my kidney was so inflamed because Ugh. it looks like the stone kind of, like, got stuck. Yeah. So I was taking cranberry juice, and they told me about to drink beer. And I'm, like, I don't drink beer. I don't like beer. But they told me that, like, that really? the acid in the beer breaks it down. And I was, like, I, I guess mean, we know what you're drinking when we go to so, our thing. <laughs> So then, no, I just had cranberry juice because I'm like, I'm not, because I was also on medicine, so I'm like, I can't. Oh, yeah, you don't want to mix. So I think two days later, I remember going to the bathroom. I'm like, ow, like something's like pinching. I'm like, what the f-? And it did break down. So it was all sandy. It oh did gosh. break down. But they failed to tell me to keep it. Mm-hmm. put it in a bag and send it out to see why I got it. That's why he did. Yeah, that's why and he did. And I just flushed it down the toilet. I'm like, I don't care. This, uh... little, this little piece of stone. <laughs> like, So then, but I found out that mine's like heredity because I had cousins who had it. I had like aunts and uncles who had it. Um, my one cousin, she has four kids. In all four pregnancies, she had kidney stones. Oh. And you can't do anything. She was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's brutal. It runs in the family. At least, you, at least you know. Yeah. And you're like, you guys all communicate with each other about that? Like, I don't know. I mean. It's just like. Oh. Yeah. That's So worst. everyone now makes fun of me. They're like, oh, so when you're like in labor, like you should be fine. Like you should be like no epidural, nothing. I'm like, oh, oh I'm God. getting epidural later. I, I'm very bad with pain tolerance. Oh, I am too. I have a very low pain tolerance. Like, That's I why I, I honestly wasn't even going to do the epidural with Evelyn. But then it got to the point where I was like. You need to you, you you need to do what you need to do, and they're like okay, and then I'm like wait, I'm like no, hold on, is this gonna make me paralyzed? Because I have a herniated disc, L five S one, L five S one, and then they're like, just let's just make sure, okay, L five. And they're like, well, that's where we're heading, but oh, okay. but we're not gonna hit that. Like trust me, mm-hmm. and the anesthesiologist is a really nice guy. He was like. It, it was so scary when the whole thing happened, but like when he came in and spoke to me about it, he was like. I can assure you, I'm not going to hit your spine. You will not be paralyzed. I'm like, 
Okay. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know if I, he's like, I know, I have to prove it. You don't trust me yet. It's okay. You will. You That's will. The thing. It's like, you know that they've done it so many times. Yeah. But at the moment you're like, mm. my God, that needle. And like, I was sitting up and, and I wasn't, I still wasn't freaked out yet, even though there were like 30 people in my room wheeling me down mm-hmm. to the thing. But then when I went to the actual room and you see like 35, 40 people in there and then you have oh, random... Oh, yeah, like, random college Rutgers kids that came up to me and were like, um, is it okay if we sit and watch this? We want, we need to ask your permission. If I'm like, sure, everyone else is here. At that point, you're like, I'm in pain. I just need to get drugged up yeah. and just numb me already. Like, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even care. I remember seeing my, OB, my uh, OBGYN. She was on the side, and they were putting gloves on her, and she was getting suited up and everything. And then I saw that anesthesiologist, and I'm like, <sighs> Okay, and I kept stalling, and then, like, I'm sitting up, and the nurse is in front of me, and she's like, just hold me, it's okay, everything's you fine. You have to, like, kind of, like, hug them, right? Like, this, in a um, way? No, I didn't have to hug her, but I, she, I just kind of leaned, leaned on, on her, her like that. Okay. And they put, like, you know, almost like it feels like, um, not aluminum foil, but, like, uh, wrap. Like a wrap. Plas- uh, like saran wrap? Yeah, like okay. a saran wrap over it, and they had to mark off, and then they, and then they do something else, and then, and then he's like... And I'm like, ah, and he's like, I didn't even, it's not even it's in. It's mental, it's all You're mental. fine, yeah. He was just like, I promise, you're not even going to feel, because by that time I had like two IVs in this arm, two IVs in the other arm. I was black and blue from like, and then they couldn't fit anymore here, so they had to do it on my wrists. Oh my gosh. They were like, listen, when I put that in, it won't even, I guarantee it won't even hurt as bad as the IVs you have in. I'm like, yeah. He's like, sure about that? He, and he, he was gentle, like, right? then he was like, right? Do you feel anything? I said, "Is it in?" He was like, "It's already in." I'm like, oh. "I'm like, you're good." And he's like, "You'll feel your legs getting warm, and then you'll f- then." Oh. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I feel it." And I'm like, "Oh, you're good." <laughs> you remember like that movie? Look who's talking. Yeah. You know, she could see up her door. She's like, "Oh, I love you." Yeah, it's it's an interesting feeling. But then I got freaked out because I was like, "Whoa, no, no, no!" And they were just about to do the surgery. They drape, put the big drape over like in front of me. I couldn't see anything. And then I heard. I heard the saw. Like, I heard the saw that was going to... Yeah, I'm, like, not even joking. I was, like... And I was, like, wait, wait, wait. You can't do this yet. And the anesthesiologist looks at me. He's, like, why? He's, like, we did the prick test. You're fine. I'm, like, no, 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 no. But I can move my... I can move my toes. I shouldn't be able to move my toes. I can move my toes. Can't do it. And he's, like, no, you you are going to move your toes. That's okay. He's, like, but we hit the right nerves that, like, this part in the middle is numb. I'm, like... Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And Chris wasn't even there yet because they were getting him ready and he was getting yeah. it. And then he finally came in. And then he's – so he gets up and he's talking to me and talking to me. He's like, and they're already in. I'm like, what? He's oh. like, yep, they're already in. You might feel some pulling and tugging, but they're in they already. You feel like pressure, right? I just felt pressure, almost like someone pushing on you. Oh, okay. That's it. No pain, no nothing. And I was like – I was, and then Chris came in. I'm like, keep talking to me, keep talking to me because I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freak out. And he's like, okay. I'm like, I heard the saw. I heard the saw. And he's like, okay. Like, put me like, let's just like listen to music while we're at this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear anything. He's like, what do you want to eat tomorrow? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, I gotta. I don't even know what time I'm gonna go to bed tonight. So yeah, right. It's like, well, what time is it now? Like, it, it was it was intense, but yeah. Well, then I heard a cry. You had um, not a perfect pregnancy, right? So no. Evelyn was born at thirty weeks. Thirty weeks. Yeah. Um, it was around this time that we went, yeah, ne- this time, last, no, yeah, next week would have been the same time frame last year where we went from my 20-week anatomy 
like appointment yeah. where you find out like a lot of stuff and um we had seen that she like stopped growing like she was still growing but she wasn't growing as fast as she should for right. a 20 week and um they saw she was breached still and she should have started to turn a little bit by that time right and they noticed that she wasn't like gaining as much weight as she should because that's i think at that time where you can see how much weight how much she weighs and stuff and they were a little concerned for that so they sent me to the at-risk doctor Mm -hmm. at robert wood and then we went the following week um well we were gonna go the following week and then um i caught covid oh i remember you called me it was bad it was bad. And I feel like I couldn't keep anything down. And I was already nauseous, like, the whole pregnancy. But I couldn't keep anything down with her. And I, like, was, you know, you know how it is. The first co anybody who's had COVID the first round, it was it was bad. Like, full fever, full sweats, everything. Like, your typical flu stuff, plus. Plus body aches and, yeah. like, 10 times. Yeah. Yep, it I was heard. bad. I've never had it that bad. Yeah, it was really bad. And I was convinced, like, maybe that did something. Like, I don't. I don't know, but all all I, I know so. is yeah, I don't know. She just and then she, we went to the at risk doctor and they were like, well, she's intermittent right now, and I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And then they showed us that like there was a cyst that was on the umbilical cord between the placenta and um, the womb. Yeah. Well, not the placenta and the cord. Sorry, not the womb, but um, there was a cyst right there that was cutting off blood supply to oh, the womb that, yeah. yeah and they're like it's intermittent means it's like on and off on and off when it should be on like it should be constant flow it's not the worst but it's not the best so he's so like do you think that will cause her to not grow as much yep. i mean or as fast let's say yes so that's what we thought we originally thought like that must have been it but where did it come from we don't know we think it might have came from covid hmm. because we we can't find any like explanation to it um so then he was like the game plan is like four weeks you come twice a week you know and we'll kind of keep an eye on stuff see how everything's going and then like you know we'll see you know give or take you're not going to deliver at 40 weeks maybe 38 and i'm like that's fine i can live with that yeah it's fine as long as she comes out fine and everything's okay and then that was on a friday and then the weekend hit and then monday came and we were starting our first like week of two weeks like Mm -hmm. two days a week and um, they were like, uh, okay, it's absent right now. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, there's no blood flow right oh now. You got to go you straight. You don't want to hear that as a parent. Nope. And they looked at me and Chris and they're like, you shouldn't make plans to go to St. Peter's, get the, you know, the steroid shots the, and everything for the brain development for her and everything. And they're like, okay, so should we go this week? And they're like, you should go now. We already informed your doctors. Oh, my gosh. That's scary. I, uh, I remember yeah. you calling me. You were freaking out and crying. You were yeah. like, I don't know. I'm like, you're going to be okay. But it, but it's inside scary. of me, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I literally started praying, like, please let this be okay. Like, yeah. It was intense. Because I was like, but I'm not in pain. She's not in pain. They're like, I know, but, like, it could yeah, lead to other no. stuff. Yeah. So then we went there, and they checked us in and everything, and they were just like, well, we're, we're thinking maybe, like, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll have, you know, get an idea of whether or not you can get discharged, you know. And so we were under the impression we're only going to be there a couple of days. And right, then we just wanted to monitor you. Right, just to monitor yeah. me. I got the shots and everything. And, um, you know, they were like, well, she looks pretty good. Had to wear that monitor constantly, 24-7. And when you have oh that gosh. belt on 24-7, you are achy. Like, yeah. oh, it was rough. And then it's like you have agita each time because then – 
if her heartbeat goes down, all of a sudden the nurses come in. They're like, okay, just turn on your sides. Oh, eat oh, some. to kind of move. Her. Yeah. Okay. Or and they're like, or just have some ice chips. Okay, you're fine. And then they leave. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's scary though. Like, yeah. Hey, what's going on? You know. Exactly. And then the at-risk doctors came in the next morning. They're like, "So, this is the plan. Like, we're gonna have to change things up, and we want you to stay here and get monitored until you know, you know, your daughter is delivered." I'm like, "Wait, you mean I'm gonna stay at? Like, we're gonna stay here at the hospital? Like?" Until you have her. Yeah, I remember you texted me that, and I was like, wait, Jen, you're only at, like, <laughs> 25 weeks. Yeah, I was and at, like, 25 or I'm like, you're going to stay there until about 30. I'm like, you're going to stay there for, like, 13 weeks? And you were like, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it sucks because it's like, COVID was still kind of high. Yeah. So I was like, I can't even go visit. And I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it was rough. I was like, I wish I can go visit. And, I know, I know. And it was just it was... like, all right, keep me informed. I know, then... it sucked because, like, I, even my own parents couldn't come see me. And my yeah. mom was like, you're telling me I can't even see my daughter? And, like, she was angry at the hospital staff. I'm like, mom, there's nothing I can do. And, like, Chris was able to come back and forth, and they, luckily they let him just sleep in the other bed. Like, he was able to just stay over with me. I think it's because of COVID, though. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Like they make exceptions. They I do. Guess. Um, they do. But it was it was scary. And then then they came in come Thursday, Friday, and they were just like, "Okay, hey, we have a new game plan." Um, that that cyst is it's gotten a little bit bigger, and it's it's becoming more absent and not as intermittent as it was a couple days ago. And they're like, "So, I don't even think you're going to make it to 34 weeks. New game plan is maybe try to get to 32." You might deliver at 30, hopefully oh, not man. at 28. That was like four weeks out. Too. Yeah, and I was like, okay. And then I was I was all right. We were all right for like a week or so, and then we were like, okay, good, normal routine. You know, we, were, we didn't have to cook. Like, we had – they had pretty good food at St. Peter's. Like, you know, yeah. Like, Hello. It was really good. I ate good at St. Peter's. Um, shout out to all the, you know, people who make the food Yay. at St. Peter's. <laughs> you guys are awesome, and thank you for putting up with me. I appreciate it. But anyways, yeah, I feel like they did a really good job with that. And then and then one night, the next week, um, same thing. She came in, okay, turn to your side, okay. And then she's like, um, and then she pressed a button, and then, like, ten people were in my room, and they're like, okay, and they're like, all right, here's the plan. And I'm like, oh. what? And they're like, the baby's heartbeat's not stabilizing, and it's dropping, so we're going to start you on magnesium. Um, you're not going to like it. It's going to mm. make you feel like you're in the hot sun, and you're going to feel your whole body just getting hotter and hotter and hotter. You're going to have some vertigo. You're going to have um, lots of sweats, nausea, fatigue. I'm going to need to keep you on it 24-7. We're going to wheel you up to labor and delivery to do oh that. Oh, my God, Jen. Yeah, I didn't that, know that. Yeah, that was rough. And I, I was like, do whatever you have to do. And they're like, it helps with the baby's growth. It helps with the baby's heart. And I'm like, no, do whatever you need to do. So they gave me the shot. And within minutes, I mean, I was like, Chris, I said, make them stop it. And he's like, I can't. I can't. Like, I'm like, and I just, I cried the whole time. It was horrible. It was so bad. And then they wheeled me up, and then oh, that was a rough night. And then I managed to get through it. And poor Chris, like he was already like packed and ready to go. He's like, I'm ready, ready, because they're gonna move us. Like yeah. they constantly were moving us back and forth. And the doctors were just very, they were very good. They were on me all the time, making sure that like, because um, they have to monitor you once you're on magnesium. They come in, they do your blood pressure, they check your heart every half hour because it can elevate a lot yeah, when you're yeah. on it. Um, 
I had I had to use a bedpan. Like I had to use um, what do you call so you it? You were like on strict bed rest. Yeah, I had to use the bed. Point. Yeah, because like you could fall, you could hurt yourself bad oh on gosh. that. And then there's what was the other thing? The um, the chair with the pan in it. What's that called? The commode. Oh, yeah, yeah, commode. Yeah, yeah. I, to, I learned how to use a commode that night. That was fun. I was like. Oh my god, I just want to die right now. Yeah, like, it was like, horrible. Oh, <laughs> it was horrible. What are you doing? And then I was good. Then they moved me back down. They're like, all right, you're good. She didn't come, which is good. It stabilized. Blood flow is fine again. And I'm like, question. And I'm like, so each time this happens, like, say her heartbeat drops, mm-hmm. am I going to have to go on that again? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, to help her stabilize. Okay. Can we go down in dosage? Because I can't handle that amount again. Yeah. Like, it was so bad. And he was like, I know, I know it's bad. And I'm like, no, I mean, I, I cannot go through it. Like, I, I will be on it, but just not. And then we got the approval from my OBGYN mm-hmm. to put me on a lower dose. Then I was fine for a few days, and it happened again. And then when they moved me up, the magnesium was fine. They were going to take me off of it, but it wasn't working. Heartbeat was dropping. They're telling me, go here, go there. And then they called my OBGYN and I was like, "Uh oh, I said, Chris, we're going to have her tonight. Cause she came in and she was like, okay, we talked about an emergency C-section. I, I think, to happen. yeah, we got to get that baby out. Cause it's, it's, it's something's scary going on. because it's like, you want her to be okay. So yeah. you want to keep her in there, but you know, like if that's going to happen, there's a, it could end it's really hard. bad. So yeah. it's like a 50-50 emotion. Like, yeah. get her out to save her. Right. But at the same time, it's like, no, but she's still so little. Yeah. So it's like... I know. It was ugh. so scary. Because, like, they also told us the whole logistics of stillbirths. And I'm like, all right. You know, so I'm preparing myself for that. The NICU team already came up and talked to us. This is what's going to happen. We're going to be there with you. She's going to come with us. And I'm like... And everything just... It was like everything was moving in slow motion. Like, all these people, like, they're talking to me, but I'm like, I'm... I'm here, you but I'm not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so... And I then, know that feeling. And Chris kind of lost it, too, because he was like, okay, I need to ask a question. He's like, so that I'm okay? And they're like, okay. And he's like, so when we go down there, am I allowed to be in there with her? And they're like, yeah, you can get... You're going to get changed. We're going to take her down first, but then you're going to get in like your you know, stuff and, and everything. Like yeah, scrubs. And then you can be in there in, with her. And he was like, Okay. And then we had a plan. Like I told Chris, I'm like, you stay with that baby. Like once she comes, you follow her up to the NICU because they're gonna take me up there to be with her. But like, but you like keep an eye on her first. Yeah. yeah. I want to make sure she's okay. And then after she came out, she cried like right away. Yeah, you and told me that she yeah. like let out a big scream. She did. She said, I'm here, guys. I'm alright. Like, I know. <laughs> but then the doctors like they were closing me up, and I told Chris like stay with her. So he went with Evelyn. And then I remember my my OBGYN was like. um... Jennifer, how many um how many cysts were on the ultrasound? Like when you went to the at risk doctor, yeah. and I'm like, just the one they told me was on the 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 cord, and they're yeah. like, uh, like your whole. And then the other doctor that was with her, and she's like, yeah, your whole uh, placenta is covered in cysts. Like, what? like we just picked it up and it burst. Like there was no cushion or barely any amniotic fluid in there for Evelyn. Like it's a good thing That's she came why out her when heart she did. Rate dropped. Yeah. But did they say why that happens? I've never heard of that. So they sent it to the pathology report examiner. They they came back like they couldn't find an, an, a reason. I've never heard of that. Yeah. And then when we talked to them about the possibility of having future kids, like more kids in the future, they were like, it's a 50 50 shot. It could happen again. Or it could not. I mean, like, so, but how do you feel? Oh, we're not. No. Evelyn, Evelyn's Evelyn a one and done. One. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm having a lot of, still having a lot of stomach issues with the diverticulosis and IBS. And if I, 
like I barely got through it with this pregnancy like I want to be able to run and play and have fun with her not be in pain and in bed all the time yeah, just to true. satisfy with another sibling like I think I mean would you guys ever adopt yeah but we so also maybe, want a house too no I know <laughs> it's hard but maybe like but, maybe down the road like get a house and then maybe adopt yeah like when we she's totally like a little older yeah where she's a little bit more independent so yeah I mean, she's She's healthy. You guys can hear her in the background. Yeah, Evelyn's very vocal, guys. I'm sorry, but you know, um, she's doing really well. I feel like the the NICU was rough. That was really rough. Um, flood of emotions. Const- oh, I mean, yeah. on, on top of postpartum, I had the postpartum blues. But on top of that, you're dealing with like the fact that you can't hold your kid, you can't kiss her, you can't be with her all the time. You have nurses scooching you out of the way, constantly feeling left out of things. You yeah. know, like. It was bad, and I closed off. I didn't talk to everyone. I only talked to certain people. Yeah, I remember, like, you were calling me and crying. I felt so bad. I was like, I know. Oh, I'm it here was... for you. But then at the same time, like, I was like, I was like, damn, like, I want to reach out. But I know, like, that whole thing of, like, people take things differently. Like, yeah. you said, like, you didn't want to talk to everybody. Yeah. So I was like, let me just give her some space. But I yeah. would text you from time to time, like, hey, yeah. I'm here. Like, no, I appreciate that. you know, it, it's a tough situation. It is. And it is. Especially during COVID. Like, oh. COVID. Oh, it was horrible. It's horrible. I just, uh, I wish it never existed. Period. I know, I know. And in a sense, I'm glad she was there and not home with me because of COVID. Like, I wouldn't want her to catch any. And I know, like, she's in the safest place she could be. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't be able to get sick. But we met a lot of parents there, like, really awesome people. I heard, like, stories of, like, people making friends there. Yeah. Because you, like, you guys know exactly how each other feels. Yeah. Like, with me, it was hard because I'm like, how how can I – I can't be like, oh, I know how you feel because I've never been through it. I hope you never go through so it. So it's yeah. just like it's hard to kind of be there for somebody when you don't know exactly um, what they're going through. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. So it's, it's, it's just It's like, just like for someone who has – because I do have anxiety. and I, I, don't, I don't know. Did I have bad anxiety in high school? I didn't, and here I am. Yeah, so, like, we <laughs> both did not have this type of anxiety, but somehow now in adulthood we are beyond anxious about, like, everything. And paranoid like, and about, like, everything. Like, I know. It's horrible. But everything. Well, look at her. She's healthy. I know. I'm glad. Yeah, she's, she's doing very good vocal, now. very active. She is. She's so. very active. That's really good. going to have her work cut out for her tonight, it's babysitting. Right. <laughs> it's fine with me. Yeah, but, um, so that was that was the whole Evelyn story. But my work was awesome too with it. Like they they were like, "Listen, do not worry about anything." And I'm like, "What? You, how can I sit in this hospital and not do my PDP, my APR, my my end of the year stuff?" Yeah. And here I am emailing my principal, and I'm like, "PDP is done. The APR is coming. I just finished my domain for it." She's like, "Jennifer, stop working." And I'm like, "I need See, to do that's something." Me. That's me. Like everyone, like when I'm sick, I'm like, "No, I'm gonna go to work," and they're like, "Just stay." Home. I'm yeah. like no, but like and like no, no, but like nothing. Like just yeah. stop, you know. It's hard. Okay, fine, you know. But I need something to keep my mind off of the fact that like she may have issues, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You, it was, you need a distraction. Was yeah, and then NICU was constant anxiety. Like yeah, you, you were telling me every little like, thing, <sighs> and I'm like, what? And I'm like, what do you mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? And or like, like a beeping sound goes off, and you're like, what's that sound? What's yeah. that for? Like, I remember you were telling yeah. me like you were in there, like you're calling them every five minutes. Um, what's, what's that? Why does it sound like that? What? Yeah. And they're like, no, she's fine. Like, yeah. we got her. Oh but still, as a parent, new parent, you don't know, like. What to expect, yeah. It's, like, it's hard enough, like, being a new parent. But then when you see her with all those wires, you're like, uh, oh yeah. 
But she's good. She's doing good. She's nine months, so. Please throw her a nice first birthday. Oh, yeah. I have to, we have to start brainstorming that. I say I, but I I'll mean, help like, you. me Because you, you know me. I like planning. Megan definitely is going to have to jump into that. And, you know, Megan with her planning and stuff. She'll probably, like, come up with a bunch of ideas and we'll start a little committee. We should. <laughs> Just like I started a little high school committee. Yes. Chrissy um, Clark, we nominated you on it. Yay. So, so me, you, and Chrissy. Yeah. Um, and anybody else who wants to be on it. Yeah, right. But, like, half the people don't even want to come. There were so. some people who didn't, you know, respond, which I respect, you know. I understand. But um, I definitely want to make sure everybody is aware of it, you know, that we are going to start planning for 2024 for a formal reunion. We had a lot of people reach out to us about, like, um, the mini reunion we were planning and we yeah. were thinking like 20 people <laughs> i know i know i said this to you guys yes last week i, I texted jen on thursday i said um i don't think i'm gonna go because i'm like sick and she's like is this your way out of it i was like um no like i'm, I'm really sick for real and then i called her that night she's like oh yeah you do sound sick so we thought that you just didn't want to go i was like no but then we caught we came to find out like out of 20 of us i think like seven of us were sick yeah like three people had covid and the rest of us like, had the flu and every, like, yeah. everybody was sick so i was and i was like see it's not that I didn't want to go. But, <laughs> well, you, you know. never know, but no, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like we did the right thing by waiting, but we have about 15, 16 people right now for the yeah, social. Yeah, so we're doing like a, like a mini get-together in January um, just to get a feel out of things. And Chrissy um, put together a really cool, like, flyer. yeah, she so. did it. And she did it at like 3 a.m. when I was talking to her. <laughs> and she was like, what about this? Go take some pictures of the yearbook and send them to me. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, think, I think Jen's getting really excited about it because she like <laughs> called me at like one in the morning one time. She's like, listen, I just talked to two people. They said they might come. And I'm reading this message like half asleep. I'm like, I'll call her tomorrow. And then I totally forgot. And then she's like, oh, my God, I didn't realize how late it was. I was like. <laughs> I thought it was 11 something. And then I was like, oh, no, it was like 1 something. It was like 1.32 in, in the morning. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? And it's when funny. I saw that she called, I thought it was like an emergency. But then the message came right after. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just text her tomorrow. Or like, I was just so out of yeah, it. Yeah, no, sorry about that. I don't no, know. I, I really, at first, I was very like, eh. And now I'm like, yeah. Then we got to do this and this yeah, and this. Yeah, but um. So, but I reached out to everyone, and I'm and I'm sure like when the time comes, we'll figure out like a different way to reach yeah. out to everybody. We'll but do like a like a nice flyer, an, an actual like a different flyer and like an invitation. An actual invitation, yeah. yeah. Um, there's down. like there's 72 people that are in, interested. Jeez. Well, formal. I have the Canva app. This is not like a what is ad Canva promotion or anything like that. Like I'm not getting paid for this. Um, I used I used it for my sister's um, surprise party invite, um, oh. and then I used it for something else. And I actually oh I did it for um, um, the ba- uh, baby shower, Ar- Ariana's baby shower. But, but nobody came because everybody had COVID. So oh my god yeah so that was fun. Um, but I actually ordered it, and I think I only spent I'm not gonna lie for like. 50 of them, I think I only spent, like, $25. Oh, that's not bad. So, like, you can create it. So, we can okay. go on it, and then we can go from there. Um, okay. Or something like that. I know I didn't, I didn't pay too much for it. That's what I remember. That's awesome. It was actually a pretty good deal that I had. So, I was like, all right, I'm going to do that again. Yeah. But, um, I'm yeah. up for it. So, we're... Um, I started looking at places, banquets, banquet halls, because um, I wasn't sure if we were going to maybe just have, like, a little over 20, less than 30. 
But then when I was like, oh, 70, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do we that? Def- we definitely need, like, a hall somewhere. <laughs> so if anybody knows out there that it can hold, like, 70 to, like, 90 people that won't charge us a lot, then uh, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah. That's an, I mean, at least we have an idea of some places, though. I did get the information, so. Yeah. But, um. But that's exciting. I, I feel like there's some people that I'm just, like, nervous to see. I don't know. It'll be fine. I, t- I told, and even at our social, you'll be fine. You're oh, yeah, gonna I'm not worried about social because there's, like, way less people than yeah. what the real actual thing is going to be. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to high school. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. So, we'll see. If you I, see me walk out just because I'm just going to avoid anything and just walk out. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Just you do you. But, but, but um, yeah, we did tell some of our teachers too about it, and they said they'd be more than. I I spoke to Mr. Christie, and he said he he unfortunately is going to be out of town on the week of the twenty first. Okay. But he's definitely in for the formal one. So when the time comes, so we we'll definitely need a hall. We think I think we should just go all out. Yeah, I think we should too, because it's our so. first one since what yeah, really should have been the ten. Lovely class president just doesn't want to plan anything or so I heard I don't know if that's true so if I'm wrong I'm sorry but I don't know it's just like aren't they supposed to plan this (laughs) no I'm serious like I don't know I don't know how this works we're having a reunion like 17 years later it's supposed to I think it's supposed to be the student council like 17 years later and at this point we should wait till our 20 year (laughs) so we're closer to 20 than 10 so I mean I don't really know Oh, um, ill 20 years. Bro, I cannot. Wait, how I, long has it been? 17, 16, right? It's, uh, right now it's 16, but when it's... Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. Four more years and it's 20? Wait, we're, we're, we're going into 2023, right? So it's actually going to be 18 years by the time we do this. Oh, oh my God. So, so you're right. We might, maybe we should just... Maybe we should wait till we're 20. Because that'll um, be a good number. There's so many more things that you can find on a on a 20... That's true. Anniversary. Whatever. We're still going to do because we apparently our class is whatever we want. So, I know. It'll be fun either way. Anyways, we are about to sign off. Yeah. Thank you for being our guest. Oh, I want you you on again. I'm going to tell my sister to have you on again. I'll come on and say hello. Thank you for having me, though, guys. So, for those who are still listening to us, I know Mark is like our number one fan over here. Um, Shout out to Mark. Um, Hi, Mark. It was so nice to meet you that day. I don't know if you remember me because, you know, we were all having so much fun, but... I think he does. No, he does. He remembers you. Hopefully, I'll see you again soon. Yeah, we should all plan a hangout, for real. Um, But subscribe, like, follow, pass the word, DJ talk. Um, My sister will be back next week, but next week I also realize it's Christmas. Um, So we will probably record either before or after, but we're definitely going to do an episode, so... Um, I hope everyone has an amazing week. Have fun. Don't get in trouble. Um, And we'll talk to you guys next week. Oh, and don't forget that we're doing that Christmas giveaway. So if you tag us your Christmas tree, um, we have a little gift to send you. So tag us either on TikTok, YouTube, Spotify. Not Spotify, sorry. Um, YouTube. Man, there's so many social medias. Everything but Twitter. I'm just going to say it like that because it's like... So Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. everything. Um, so just tag us, send it to us, whatever, um, and we're gonna pick the best one. And by next week, we'll pick a winner, and we'll send you a little Christmas gift. Oh, so, cool! 
send it to us. And if no one sends it to us and we only get one, that person's getting it. So you don't want to miss out on this prize. <laughs> I'm just saying. Get in on it, guys. Yeah. So I hope everyone has a great week. I'll talk to you guys next week with my sister, DJ Talk. Yeah. And thank you, Jen, again for oh, joining us. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.